And good afternoon. It's Scott Beatty with you. We're live at the State Farm Center in Champaign. We are about to be introduced formally to the new Illinois women's basketball head coach, Shauna Green. Live coverage of her introductory press conference. I am joined by Mike Kuhn, the voice of Illinois women's basketball. In just a moment, Mike, we'll hear from Athletic Director Josh Whitman and then meet Shauna Green for the first time. We've already gotten to know her a little bit. Uh, she's already made some radio appearances and certainly social media as well, but when a change is made, it happens quick. Yeah, there's no question about that, and uh, we knew watching uh, the NCAA tournament over the weekend that there's a good chance that this would uh, come to fruition this week, and uh, it's it's an exciting day. I think Illinois women's basketball, they've got uh, a coach that uh, can make it happen, uh, 42 years old, and uh, she has Midwest ties and has you can't argue with the record, and certainly uh, doing it at Dayton in a conference like that uh, says a lot about uh, her success. And we talked uh, about her character. Certainly it's uh, very high, and, and the players that's played for her has uh, uh, really enjoyed uh, playing for her. And she also had a stint at Northwestern as an assistant as well, so not her first foray into the Big Ten. Comes from uh, the state of Iowa where she grew up uh, initially and then played her uh, basketball at Canisius and then has made her way into the coaching ranks. Uh, she's had six seasons total at Dayton, 127-1 wins, and eight seasons overall coaching at the various collegiate levels. Also had a stint at Loris College. So uh, it's a new day for Illinois women's basketball, the 10th head coach in program history following the retirement of Nancy Fay. Her husband is Andy. Her son is Mateo. And we will hear first from Josh Whitman and then Coach Green herself. And she'll make a stop here as well right after this uh, press conference wraps up. And she's also slated to join us this evening on Sports Talk here on TWS. Coach Green has made her way into the Traditions Club here at the State Farm Center, taking her seat. She's flanked by her husband and son, and right behind her as well is uh, her parents. And I understand she already has a, a home and has signed a contract, so we're going to hear from Josh Whitman in just a moment here at the Traditions Club. There's a huge graphic that says, Welcome Coach Green, with an orange background to it on the State Farm Center. Here's Athletic Director Josh Whitman. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and uh, it's just fantastic to, to have all of you here. Thanks so much for taking some time to celebrate an incredibly special day in the history of our women's basketball program. and. I know it means a lot to Sean and her family to have such a great turnout today, so thank you very much uh, for, for being here. Uh, this is the first chance that I've had to speak publicly since, uh, since Coach Faye announced her plans to retire a couple weeks back. So before I get into the, the main event today, just wanted to spend a moment and, and recognize and thank her publicly for her years of service to this university and, and to women's basketball in general. Obviously, the wins didn't come as, as fast and furious as any of us would have liked here, but uh, does nothing, I think, to tarnish the reputation that she has, the legacy that she has built in this game of basketball. She's a remarkable person. Uh, she's an exceptional coach, and she retires as one of the most uh, decorated coaches to ever wear a whistle. And uh, She coached here through an incredibly tumultuous period, and um, somebody that I will always look to for leadership and guidance and, and very grateful to her for, uh, for the great work that she did here over the five years. Change always presents an opportunity, and certainly this has been the case with our, our women's basketball program. It's an opportunity for us to grow, to advance, 
and ultimately to improve. And uh, thankfully, if you think about what has transpired on this court over the last several years with our men's program, we've had opportunity to, to spend some time looking up into the rafters. We've been able to put a couple banners up there over the last 12 months. We'll have occasion to put a few more in over the, the coming several months, years. And, and as we've looked up there, I think all of us have recognized that we don't have nearly as much representation from our women's basketball program as we do from our men's. And as I've thought about that uh, over the last several months, we went back to our formula. The thing that we talk about a lot within our program is how do we build success? We find championship people led by a championship head coach and we support those people with championship resources. And so as we prepared for this opportunity with our women's basketball program, we went back to what we know, those things, championship people, championship head coach, championship resources. We're very grateful to see that the, the position attracted a lot of interest, uh, as you would expect. We, we have a world-class university. We have an athletic program on the ascent. We're very proud members of the Big Ten Conference. Uh, as everybody has seen this year in women's basketball, the, the Big Ten put six teams into the NCAA tournament. We've advanced four of those into the Sweet 16. Uh, our affiliation with the Big Ten provides women's basketball an incredible platform through the Big Ten network to have visibility on this great sport. Obviously, we're standing in one of the great resources available to our women's basketball program, State Farm Center, and the tremendous home that it provides to our program year in and year out. Uh, if you have a chance on your way out today, I'd encourage you to take a look at, at our construction project across the street, the $40 million renovation of the oven basketball practice facility and what that will mean for the advancement of our women's basketball program. Of course, a tremendous recruiting base with our proximity not only to Chicago, but to Indianapolis, St. Louis, and then also the resources that we've been able to put into the program from a staffing and compensation perspective. And so we were able to generate a lot of interest in this position, the opportunity that exists here at the University of Illinois to lead our women's basketball team. One of the things that has become consistent, I think if you've looked across our program, I, think, I feel like we are developing a very strong sense of programmatic identity. And you've heard me talk about this in these occasions over the last several years. What we're seeing are, are, is a commitment to two things that have nothing to do with skill in the context of an athletic competition. It doesn't matter whether you miss the putt, it doesn't matter whether you swing and miss on the baseball or the softball field, it doesn't matter if your shot ultimately doesn't fall through the net. Our identity is going to be based on toughness and work ethic. It's going to be based on energy, things that you control every single day. And so as we got into this, we were looking for substance, not flash. We're looking for steak, not sizzle. And what we've done with, with this opportunity in identifying Shauna Green, I, I think, speaks to that. Uh, she, as we got into this process, we, we spoke with a number of people across the industry uh, about this opportunity, trying to gather names, look at, at different potential candidates, and we saw very quickly a pattern emerge. There was a name on every list that we gathered. It was Shauna Green. And then as we started to dig deeper into who Shauna is, her background, her preparation, her experience, uh, we learned very quickly why 
her name was on all of those lists. And she has a tremendous background, both as a, as a player and a coach, obviously a native of Clinton, Iowa. I didn't know where Clinton, Iowa was. Forgive me. I had to, I had to go look it up. Uh, but it turns out it's not that far from Prophetstown, Illinois, uh, which is the hometown of another notable Illini head coach. She is the all-time leading scorer at Canisius College, also their second all-time leading rebounder. She was a three-time first-team all-conference performer uh, out in Buffalo and uh, is a member of their sp school sports hall of fame. So she has a lot of bona fides as a player on the court. Uh, but then you look at what she's been able to accomplish as a coach, and the results really speak for themselves. Again, if you've followed the patterns and how we conduct these searches, we are looking for people who are proven winners, uh, and certainly Shauna is that. She's won 72% of her games at Dayton. In the six years she's been there, they've captured five Atlantic 10 regular season championships. They've advanced to the postseason every year of her tenure, including four NCAA berths. Uh, they have uh, won at an incredibly high rate. She's been the, the Atlantic 10 Coach of the Year on three different occasions. I think this most recently concluded season was a very representative sample of what she's been able to accomplish during her time with the Flyers. The team went 20, uh, 22, 26 and 6, excuse me. Uh, they won the Atlantic 10 Championship. She was the Atlantic 10 Coach of the Year. They advanced to the NCAA Tournament and they won their opening game against DePaul. Then I had a chance to finally sit down and visit with her, and, and I felt an immediate connection. Uh, there was a, a common sense of, again, that identity, toughness, work ethic. There was a common commitment to competitiveness, the drive to be great at what you're doing. Uh, and the, the word that came up a lot in the conversation was trust. And those of you who've been around me know how central that concept is to everything that I do around leadership, in, in the identity of our athletic program, and she talked about how that is the foundation of her relationships with her student-athletes, with her staff, with her colleagues, and that was something that, uh, that of course, struck a chord with me. As we got into our discussion, I, I told her that we've done this before. We've, we've built programs here. We've demonstrated as an athletic pro program that we can do hard things, and this is going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge. And that's something we embrace. And we were looking for, in our new leader, somebody who embraced that with us, who was excited about the challenge in front of us, who saw it for what it is and was willing to look at it in the context of the full picture to see it as an incredible opportunity. The right person, without question, to do that for us is Shauna Green. And so on, on behalf of Chancellor Jones, who's traveling today and, and sends his regrets, uh, the entire University of Illinois, we want to thank Shauna, uh, her husband Andy, their son Mateo for, for trusting us, for wanting to partner with us, and, and for wanting to embark on this journey with us. We're incredibly excited uh, about the future, and it gives me tremendous pleasure to introduce you to the 10th head coach uh, of our Illinois women's basketball program, Shauna Green. Live coverage of the introductory press conference of Shauna Green here on News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM here at the State Farm Center in Champaign. Well, thank you, first off, for everyone that's here. This is uh, an unbelievable turnout. Now you guys all have to come to games every time and, and get like 20 people to come with, because I'll get to that later, but we have to get this place full. Um, so thank you. Uh, first off, just obviously thank you to Josh. Um, thank you to Chancellor Jones, Sarah. Um, Roger, the people I've got to meet since I've been on campus uh, last night. 
uh, it, it was. It was. I'm a person of feel, uh, relationships, and and trust. And in our first conversation, you know, with Josh, something struck me. And then our next face to face meeting, which he is very persistent and and likes to show up at our house, which uh, I appreciate that. And, and that's what that's what showed his belief, his commitment, his belief in me as a leader. Uh, and, and that meant the world to me. And I kept gravitating towards that. And if I was going to leave the position that I was in, which was a, you know, an unbelievable uh, place that I love dearly, it was going to be with the right people. And I felt that connection uh, initially. And then obviously it, it kept getting more and more and ultimately led me to the decision to take this challenge because it is a challenge and it's going to be hard, um, but I'm ready for it. And I think I needed a little bit of a challenge and, and, in, and I think the time, and I know the time was right. So I just want to thank him for his belief in me and, um, and, and his commitment to me. I also want to thank the University of Dayton. Uh, I had unbelievable support there from President Spina to Neil Sullivan to Angie Petrovic, and obviously all of our players uh, for you know six of the best years of my life, and for them investing and believing in me as well. So it was hard to leave them, um, but it's nice when you know what's on the other side and see all of you guys today makes me feel so much better. Um, and because it is about the people. So I wanted to thank them, uh, first of all. You know, why Illinois, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I've had that question a million times now. And if you would have asked me a month ago, I don't know. But as I learn more about this institution, as I learn about the people, this is an unbelievable, it's a world-class institution. Uh, the, the education is elite the resources, the investments, it's here. It's here and it's, it's ready to go. And I think that we just need the, the right energy, the, the right people to come in and to push these young women that are on our team now and to continue to recruit at an elite level and then something to believe in. So that is why, you know, this was it. This was the place um, it's close to home for me, which is important. My family's important. Uh, and, and it's the Big Ten. The Big Ten speaks for itself. Josh just said it. There's four teams left uh, in women's basketball that are in the Sweet 16 that are from this conference. I want to compete against the best, and I want to win. I want to be playing right now instead of sitting, uh, you know, I won't be sitting up here, but I, instead of sitting in my office, I won't be playing. I told our players that in the meeting earlier. I said, I don't want you guys to have a, a lift today. I want you to have the week off or I want us to still be playing. Because I asked them, do you know why you wouldn't be working out today? Yeah, coach, we'd be playing. I went, or you'd be playing last week. So that is our goal, that's our vision. That's what I'm here for, but I understand it is a process and you will not have someone that believes in the process more than me. I am a moment to moment, second to second, choice by choice person. And those choices and, and all of those events and how you respond to them will lead to the outcome of playing in March and, and more importantly, winning in March. But it is a process. 
And just like I told our players, and I'm going to tell everyone here, it's going to take time, right? I hope less time than what, <laughs> what it may. And, and if people say, when are you going to be good? I don't know. We'll be good when we're good. But I know that what we're going to do every day is going to lead to some of the outcomes that we want. And so that's, that's what we're going to be preaching. That's what we're going to be holding the standard of. It is a standard and a relentless pursuit of being elite. And, and we talk all the time about being elite. And, and that's the best version of yourself. And that is what this program is going to be built on. You know, people talk all the time about culture. And it's probably the over, most overused word in sport. But it, it's significant. And what's our culture? What's our identity? What if someone comes and sits up in the, in the top row of State Farm Arena and they watch us practice, they watch us play? What are they going to think? I ask my players this all the time. What are they going to say about, about you, about us? And hopefully we will build. And, and what we got to at Dayton was they're tough. They're disciplined. They play hard. They're connected. They're passionate, and they leave it all on the floor. And, and that's what I want the identity of this team to be. We're going to do things the right way. We're going to do things as hard as we possibly can every single second of every single day. And that is our one way, and, and that is the only way to get to where we all want to get to. To get to where Josh said, there's something hanging up here. We need something hanging up there. It's too big of a dome or whatever you call it to not have anything, women's basketball hanging up there. So that is going to be our mission. That's going to be my mission every single day. And with that, it, I, I want to go back to the administration because and why this was the place. Even talking to Chancellor Jones, talking with Josh, in order to have championship programs you have to have the right administration. If you do not have that alignment, you are not gonna win championships. And I believe that we have that alignment from top down in order to pursue championships. Another story uh, that shows to the people is, is Coach Underwood on Saturday. He had kind of a big game on Sunday. And he called me and he took the time uh, to, to talk to give advice, to see if I had any questions. And like I said, there is, I guarantee he did not want to call me that day. I mean, I want to want to call someone when I'm preparing to, 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 for a big game. Uh, but that speaks again to the family feel, the people, and that made a, a big impression on me as well. We talked about culture. We talked about being tough and disciplined. And we talk all the time, and actually it's kind of ironic because I think Coach might use it about being an everyday guy. We talk all the time, I tell my, my team, we need to be everyday women. Every day, you know what you're going to bring. We know what to expect. And if you're an everyday woman, you're going to be successful on the floor, you're going to be successful, successful in the classroom, and you're going you're gonna to be great as you continue to move on in, in, in your life after basketball. So that is kind of our mantra. That's, that's what the expectation is uh, and the standard. And then you got to hold you know, them accountable to do that. 
So that'll be our culture. That is our uh, identity in terms of, you know, what our core values are. So we use, uh, I like to use the acronym of FROG. We're family, family first over everything in, in our program. Honest relationships, honest conversations. Uh, there will be relationships from the top down. I do not know how to do it any other way. My players will know me, I'll know them. They'll be in my office. They are hanging, that is, that is our culture. That's how you build trust that leads to success. And, and so family first. And then again, I talked about it earlier about being elite and relentless pursuit of being elite. And that's every day in everything that we do. We're gonna strive for that. And then optimize every opportunity. We have opportunities every single day in our life, every second, every day. There's choices you can make. And are you gonna try to be the best you can in that moment? And if you do, again, those choices, those moments, lead to the outcomes that we probably want. And if you don't, they're gonna lead to the outcome that you deserve. And then last but not least is, is being grateful. You know, showing gratitude, and especially for, for all of us, staff, players, we're so blessed to have all of this. You know, you have unbelievable practice facility uh, being built. You have a renovated arena. You know, you, you, you have everything that you possibly need as a student athlete. So just being grateful for that and, and showing gratitude is something very important in our program. In terms of basketball, you know, what's your style? What are you going to be about? Uh, I try to simplify it and, and keep it very, very black and white. We defend, we rebound, and then we're running. You know, our team the last six years has been a top 15 team nationally in defensive field goal percentage and also defensive rebounds. We were top 10, finished the year, I believe, this year. So we're going to defend. We're going to defend at an elite level, and that is a controllable. That does not take an ounce of athletic ability. It's a mindset, it's a toughness, it's a discipline, and it travels. So we're gonna defend and we're gonna rebound. And then if you can defend and rebound and hold teams to one and done, now we can go and now we can run. And in our Phoenix transition, we're trying to score in six seconds or less. And if we can do that, we, we have a lot of success. And then if we don't have uh, something that quickly in transition, we're gonna get it out uh, and run our stuff. So that's who we're gonna be about in, in terms of on the floor, along with what I said, in terms of discipline, fundamental. We're gonna develop our players. Uh, they're gonna be so sick of individual workouts, skill workouts, passing, you know, shooting. It, it is critical to success. The little things matter, the details matter, and we are gonna control our controllables. Because if we can do that, I think right there, we can win some games just in that. And then obviously we're gonna recruit at the highest level um, with an unbelievable recruiting base right around here, which I'm familiar with because I've recruited it my whole career. Uh, there's a lot of talent here and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna make it really hard for players not to say yes to come to the University of Illinois through relationships, through work. The top players, the Illinois players should want to come to the University of Illinois. And we have got to secure our breadbasket in terms of recruiting in order 
to have the success and to have the banners that we all want up in the, up in the rafters. I know it's funny that I'm a defensive coach after he said all those points that I scored because I did not play defense in college. So all my college coaches are amazed that now all of a sudden I want to try to talk about defense. So I guess I, guess I learned uh, from my own mistakes. And with all of that, and, and when you play the right way, you have the right people, you build relationships in the community, on campus, now people will want to come to this building. Because I, I, I'm not naive. No one wants to watch teams that aren't fun to watch. <laughs> no one wants to watch teams lose. You just don't. I want it. So I'm going to work tirelessly. My staff is going to work tirelessly to put a product on the core that people are excited about and, and that hopefully you feel connection to, that you feel connection to me. You know, you feel connection to our players. And that's a special thing about women's basketball that I found. When your fans and, and, and the community feel connection to the team, it almost becomes their family. And that's what we want. That's what we want. You guys have the access to us, and, and I want that. So we're going to put the product out there for you guys to come, and then we need the support. Again, you go back to championship-level programs. You can't have championship-level programs with empty arenas, but they go hand-in-hand. I'll hold up my end and I'm going to work my butt off to do what we need to do to get that done. And then I need you guys to hold up your end to bring people out and come support our women, come to support us and make, make State Farm Arena a home court advantage because that is critical in college basketball. When the men play in here, I've never been to a game, but I've watched many on TV, it's rocking in here. And you can, you can see that environment. I know being... Uh, when we had UD Arena rocking for women's games, it was a huge home court advantage. We didn't lose at home, hardly. And it was because of the fans and because of the support that we had. And that's another goal of mine, is to be able to make this an event for people and families to come and have fun and have that connection and, and watch winning basketball. And winning basketball doesn't always mean the scoreboard. It means doing things the right way. And so that's what we need from the community that's what we need from our fan base, but I also know that I need to do what, what we need to do in order to get this going. And, and I guarantee that I'm gonna do everything I can to get that accomplished. And then I just ask that you understand it is gonna take time, right? This, if we're gonna do this and build this the right way, I wish I had just a, a magic switch. I could switch on and off and say, hey, all of a sudden now we're competing for Big Ten championships. Because there's no one in here that wants that more than me. No one will put any pressure, more pressure on me than I will put on me. I'm used to winning, I wanna win, I came here to win, but we gotta learn how to win before we can win. And that's gonna be through daily, daily choices, daily actions, daily accountability. And that's on me and my staff. And we will handle that, we will take accountability for that. So, be patient. Don't kill me too much right away, okay? Um, and then I also, you know, l lastly, in terms of uh, the facility, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Walking through there, seeing the prints, I want to thank. I know I don't know who everyone is right now, but I just want to thank the donors, the support, 
for everything in order to get that rolling because it's going to be a game changer recruiting. And when we, you know, bring young people and families through there, it's, it's going to be a game changer. So I just want to make sure that you guys hear from me how much I appreciate that for both our men's and women's programs. And then all of this, you know, I, I talk about family all the time and, and how important, you know, these, these kids that I coach, they become like my own kids. And, you know, I have one right there that's not paying attention. Uh, <laughs> I have one son, uh, but then I have 14, 15 daughters. And if you do things the right way, it makes something like yesterday that I do at 8 a.m. and meet with my team really, really hard because you care about them, you love them, you've given your whole life to them for that period of time. I'm with my players more than I'm with my family by far, and all coaches in here know that, right? So I want to just thank, you know, Andy and Mateo um, for dealing with me and, and putting up with all of my craziness. Um, it's still up for in the air. He may keep a house at Dayton, um, so he doesn't have to be around me uh, through the first year. So uh, we'll we'll get back to you on that. So, <laughs> and then Mateo uh, again, just for you know having to deal with a mom that's not always there, uh, and and he sometimes get the short end of the stick, but. Uh, he's an awesome little kid who's really excited now about coming to Illinois. It, at first, we had to bribe him with some new gear, and he, he had his hat on yesterday and was rocking it, so, and then asked if he had to go home. So I think we got to, I think we got to turn. Just keep the gear coming and put him on the court, and he's good. Uh, but I just appreciate those guys, and, and they'll be around. Again, we're, our family's a part of you guys. You'll, you'll, they'll be at every game. You'll hear Andy yelling at the refs, sorry, um, but, but they'll be here. And then my parents, uh, who again are still live in Clint, Iowa, uh, drove seven and a half hours to almost every game at Dayton. Uh, they're happy. No one's happier about only driving three hours um, to games now. But uh, just thank you guys for everything and, and for being there and, and showing me the right way of how to do things every day. Um, they're, they're the most important people, you know, in, in my life. So with all that being said, uh, again, thank you guys all so much. I'm going to do everything I can in my power to, to work as hard as I can to get this to where you all want it to be and where I want it to be. And, and again, to put something up in the, the rafters here. So thank you. Uh, I appreciate you all. And... See you all soon, and hopefully at a lot of games. So thank you. Shauna Green, introductory press conference, new Illini women's basketball head coach. Scott Beatty and Mike Kuhn with you. I think we'll hear some Q&A now from the gathered press, and we hope to have a, a brief conversation as well with uh, Shauna when this is all done. She will also join us on Sports Talk this evening between 4 and 6 p.m. here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. I think uh, some pictures are being taken here. Uh, Mike Kuhn, at, uh, she hit all the notes, didn't she? Yeah, she really did. And you can see why uh, the players were so passionate that played for her and, and how sorry that they were to see her go. And, and, of course, she was an assistant, left for a year, came back as a head coach, um, and they were so happy that 
that that happened and uh, Shauna, we'll see why. Champagne, congratulations. Thank you. Jeremy Warner, uh, Here's some Q&A. You talked about the challenges, tough job. What are the biggest challenges that you face right away as a coach? I think first off, it's always about the players. And I don't look at that as a challenge, but that's my first priority as our players here and building and starting those relationships. So that's going to be number one tomorrow. I'm already meeting with them in individual meetings um, because we can't do anything until they start getting a feel for me, I get a feel for them, and we start the long process of building a relationship. So that's number one priority. Um, and, and then we'll get on the court and, and we'll get to work and we'll assess, you know, where we're at, what we need, what do we need to address recruiting-wise um, this year and then going into, the, you know, the next couple recruiting classes. So all of it is a process and it'll kind of organically happen, some of it. Um, but those are, those are the top priorities in, in tomorrow and the next day are the players. And the players are always going to be number one. Hi, Coach. Welcome from another Iowa native, uh, Brian Moulding from Illinois Public Media. Could you talk about building your coaching staff? Uh, will you be bringing any assistance with you from Dayton, retaining any assistance from Hill here at Illinois? Mm -hmm. If you could just discuss that process a little bit. Yeah, obviously that's, you know, an ongoing process right now. I'm going to meet with everyone that's on staff currently, and, and we'll talk same thing, which I'm doing with the players, and, and ask them questions, give them that opportunity to ask me questions, learn about each other. And then there's obviously some people I already have in mind and, and some of my previous staff who, you know, we've been together a while at, at Dayton and I trust them. We've recruited this area. So it's not like it's somewhere that I need to bring in someone because we don't have experience recruiting here. Um, and then there's a couple other people that, um, you know, I'm looking to, to bring on. So hopefully we can get that done sooner rather than later because that's a, obviously in a huge piece to, to getting this going and, and getting to work. Hi, Shauna. I'm Andy from the Digator and Harold Interview. Nice to meet you. Um, I guess kind of looking at Illinois' roster currently, they have, I guess, only one player from the state of Illinois. You talked about that recruiting base earlier. How important is that going to be and kind of taking advantage of that going to be in terms of rebuilding this program? I think it's a critical piece. Uh, we have to, you have to take, I, I call it your breadbasket, and you got to take care of, obviously, your home state and then the surrounding states. And there's, there's a lot of talent here. Uh, we recruit that, and, and, you know, when I was at Dayton, we recruited it. And we got a couple of those kids. Like, that shouldn't happen for Dayton. Now I'm going to be mad if it happens and Dayton gets them. Like, we need to get them. So we, in that recruiting, I mean, any coach in here is going to tell you it's those relationships, it's getting in there, it's being consistent with them. Luckily, I already have a, a ton of really solid relationships with uh, you know, Chicago and, and Illinois high school coaches and uh, AAU programs. So that is going to be top priority. They should, if they, it's going to be hard for them to tell us no. And that's all you can do is, is do everything you can to recruit as hard as you can and build those relationships. But we have to take care of our, our home. Coach, uh, congratulations. Welcome. Evan Abramson, WAND TV. You mentioned family and the importance of defense. What kind of characteristics are you looking for out of the players on the team and also the recruits coming in that you really want them to embody? Number one, they just, they got to be high character kids. We're, I will not sacrifice our culture for points or something else or a ranking. Like I've told kids, no, we haven't even recruited certain kids because they didn't fit our culture. And we used to call it a Dayton kid, now it's an Illinois kid. What is that about? And you have to be a high character, you have to be a good person, you've got to be a hard worker, 
and the biggest thing for me is I want people that really love the game. Because if you love the game, you're going to work. And a lot of these kids, if you don't love the game, you say you do, but you're not in the gym. And we can't do what we want to do if we don't have people that are passionate about the game. Hi, Sean. I'm Brett Behrens, WCIA TV. Hi. This is a program that has not been in the NCAA tournament in almost two decades. How will you approach that challenge of, of turning around a program that has not had success in a long time? Why did you have to put it two decades? That just sounds so... <laughs> no, and actually that was part of the challenge and part of the intriguing thing to me is I'm used to going to NCAA tournaments. I'm used to competing for championships. So that's the goal, but I also understand it's going to not just happen. Like, I wish we'd win a Big Ten championship next year, but I don't think it's going to happen, right? Like, we, we, there has to be the, the process, and I know there's going to be really hard times with it. So that challenge excites me. Um, it's going to be fun to go and, and build that with a team that knows nothing about me uh, and, and instill those characteristics and the traits of what successful teams have. So I understand the challenge at hand, but I'll approach it like I approach anything else. I know where I want to get, but if you get so consumed with worrying about where you want to get, you're not going to get anywhere. So we're going to be head down, day by day, what choices can we make in that day to, to try to make ourselves better. And then hopefully we'll look up in a few years and we'll be good. <laughs> That's why I said, you're good when you're good. I, I can't put a timeline on it. But hopefully that comes sooner rather than later. Shona, you said Josh was persistent. Um, what did that include? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I think anyone, right? You want to go where you're wanted. It's like recruiting. If I just recruit you for a couple phone calls, or you're not going to come here. If I'm not consistent with it, you're not going to come here. Like, there's not a relationship. Um, so he worked, and, and when I saw that, Shoot, I might, I might try to hire him on staff because he's a pretty good recruiter. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he was adamant with, you know, and he was also respectful that I was still playing, which I respected. So text before, text after games, you know, obviously Zoom. And then he came to our house. Like, I don't know if that's, I'm fine saying that. And you, he came, like he drove the day that the men lost in the Big Ten tournament in Indy, that night, again, when I said Brad would rather have done anything else in the world than call me that day, Josh would have done anything else in the world, I'm sure, that night than come and sit in my house for three hours with our family. And that means the world to me because that's the people I want to be around. And then, you know, we, we lose last Friday, land at two, and I think he's there two hours later and drove from Pittsburgh to Dayton and back. Like, you don't see that. I've been involved in these things before. Uh, I've had, you know, conversations with ADs before. You don't, you don't get that. So for me, and especially for Andy, he won Andy over like the first night. So, uh, so those things matter. And, and just to me as a person, 
Hi, Coach Alec Plessy, Orange and Blue News, Rivals.com. You've talked about the importance of recruiting, and obviously with college sports, that's really important. But with a program that hasn't had a lot of success, what's the biggest difficulty with selling recruits to come here and rebuild it? I think you got to sell the vision and the dream and that, you know, I've done it and, and we've done it, some of my staff. Like, we know the blueprint, and I think that's an important piece. And, and you got to get a couple kids to, to believe in you. And that comes from relationships, investment, time. Um, you know, it's kind of, like I said, Brad went through it, and, and it's going to be nice to have someone like him uh, to go to and maybe, you know, pick his brain on some of that because he kind of was in the same situation, and look what they've done. And I know he'll tell you it hasn't been easy as well, but uh, you, you got to get him to believe. you got to get a couple kids that you shouldn't get, and that's any level you're at. And, and that'll be the that'll be the challenge. Sean or Joey Wagner, Illini Inquirer, congr oh, congratulations. I guess as you've researched this over the course of the last few weeks, what's been, what do you think has been the biggest disconnect between this program and finding some of that sustained success? You know, that's something that I haven't really put any of my thought into. It's crossed my mind a little bit, but then I was worried about what they have now in place and and what do we have in order to be successful? You can't get, I'm not one to get caught up in the past. Like the past is the past. I know that. I, I can look at the records and see that. Um, but it's not my, you know, area to judge why they haven't because uh, I wasn't here. So I know and believe that with the institution that the University of Illinois is and what they have to offer from an academic aspect, from the support from administration, from the chancellor on down, and wanting and the desire for women's basketball to be good. I could hear that when I talked, obviously with Josh, with Sarah, but even when I talked to Chancellor Jones on Sunday night, I could feel his desire and passion and commitment to finally have women's basketball succeed. And that's what I'm talking about, that alignment. So, you know, it's it's... You got to sell them on that, and, and then you just got to work. Shauna Green is in her introductory press conference. Shauna, Joe Vizelli from the Champagne News Gazette. Congratulations on the, on the job. Um, Thank you. So when you talk to those players that are here in the program, there's initial conversation that you have with them about trying to get to know you. What, what do you kind of talk about to, to to have them get to know you a little bit as you, yeah. as you move in here? Yeah, I mean, I met with the team this morning, which was obviously the, the number one thing I was anxious to do, um, and just really told them uh, briefly what I'm about, what we're going to be about. I also told them I know how hard it is. Like, they did not come to University of Illinois to play for Shauna Green, and I understand that. And I told them how hard it is for change, and it's just as hard on them as it is for me. So we talked about that, um, and I talked to him about just, you know, kind of what we want to be about, what they can expect um, style-wise, culture-wise, and then more importantly, again, back to the relationship piece of, like, this is not a place that if you don't want a relationship with your coaches that you should be at, like, quite frankly, because I want to know you, and, and we need to have that. So now when we're on the court, and, and, you know, we're in an intense situation and, you know, I'm pushing them and demanding them. They know it's because I love them and 
because we've been in those situations and we've had those conversations and that takes time. So I said, I do not expect, I told him, I do not expect you to sit here and say, you trust me because that's ridiculous. You don't know me. So that's why tomorrow top priority is we're a meeting with them. So are they going to walk out of the meeting tomorrow and be like, oh, I totally trust Coach Green? No, like it's going to take time. And that has to happen organically and very intentionally. And I'm intentional with how I schedule meetings. I schedule every two weeks meetings with my players. Half hour, sometimes they last over an hour. And we just talk about everything. Family, how they're doing, how you feeling mentally, physically, everything. And and those have helped. Those, you, you got to be intentional with some of that relationship building. Lastly, for me, when you when you had that conversation with Brad on Saturday, what what did you kind of talk about? What were some of the questions you had, maybe, and and what kind of uh, what, what was just the main conversation about? It was more him just telling me about you know the the institution, the program, and kind of how you know he did it and some of the things he went through. And then I think something that stuck with me was, uh, you know, he said, you're not as far off as you think you are. And, and that kept ringing in my head, you know, because he, he gets it because he's a coach. <laughs> Some other times from the outside, people see things and you may not understand it. Um, and that, that helped. So it was just a general conversation, but it helped get his inside. And more importantly, just his time. Follow up on your relationship with Coach Underwood. How important is that to building the success of a women's program to have a cohesive relationship with the men's coach, the men's program, Mm -hmm. when you're sharing so much? Yeah. I think it's critical. I think it's huge. To me, I've always had that. I've been fortunate. I've I've heard horror stories. I've never had that in any place I've been. I'm good friends with the, the coaches, the head coach, the assistants. We talk. We cheer for each other. You know, we share a similar, you know, area usually. And I just think that we're all in this together. We all know this is a tough business and it's hard. And to be able to bounce stuff off of, you know, your counterparts and your colleagues is, is really, really helpful. And usually, you know, they've been through something, we've been through something. And, and I think that's how it should be. Welcome to Champaign, Illinois, Coach Green. Um, I'm wondering what phase are you in in your transition to making this home? Uh, is this still a long process or, okay, tell us, can you tell us about uh, the plan to dr- transition here? I would tell you if I knew it. So it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's been an absolute whirlwind from, I think I, you know, told Josh late Sunday night, we're on a Zoom at like 12.30 Eastern time. I, I'm you know, telling my team 8 a.m. the next day, which took a couple years off my life doing that. You know, and then I'm on a plane, you know, coming to Champaign yesterday and meeting everyone, dinner, and now today, you know, meeting the team. So it's just a, been a complete, like I literally was just coaching a team on Friday. <laughs> and in that locker room with, devastated kids right and and so it's hard it's 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 hard to flip that like I'm super super excited but it's still hard right human nature to flip that um so I haven't thought about that (laughs) I'm trying to get through I told you I was choice by choice moment by moment uh my my husband's a teacher Mateo's in first grade so they'll finish school out and then 
hopefully we can find a place to live and, and all that, that important stuff and then be here by the summer. Them, I'll be here back and forth. Thank you all. That's Coach Shauna Green, the new head coach of Illinois women's basketball. Uh, we have her slated to stop by right here, our broadcast position at the State Farm Center. Mike Kuhn with me, Scott Patey, and uh, Mike, well, she covered the waterfront there, dressing players, staff changes, the, the hardships of making quick changes, how you might start to, to rebuild all of this. Well, there's a lot of unknowns. She talked about how fast this process was, and uh, I'm sure she'll have some time to assess, meet with the players the next uh, couple of days, and then uh, be out recruiting. A couple of players are here in attendance, at least a couple that I could see. Jada Peoples, Salape Amusin is uh, here as well. Uh, now Shauna Green is with us. And uh, Shauna, welcome to Champaign-Urbana. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to hold this mic here for you. <laughs> uh, and I know there's been a whirlwind, and uh, you're going to join us later on the airwaves as well. But Scott Beatty and Mike Kuhn, voice of the Illini Women's Basketball nice Program. To meet you yeah, Welcome to town. Uh, you know, it strikes me as some of the things you said echoed what um, – was said about five years ago by Brad Underwood. And it's interesting that you made those connections because uh, you started to say some things, and I thought, that sounds like everyday guys. <laughs> and Brett Bielman at the football program talks about stacking days. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, maybe the terminology is a little bit different, but it sounds familiar. Well, shoot, it's worked for them, so you know, ho hopefully it'll work here. But, no, I, I just truly believe in that. I believe that you just got to – it's very simple, and I think sometimes we try to make this way too complicated. You, you work – you get better 1% each day, you stack days, you know, you bring it every day, you're consistent. Usually when you do that and, and you're a consistent person, good things are going to happen for you. And, and a lot of, you know, to be a championship level program, it's hard. Like it is really, really hard. And, and I know that because we've been there. So we just got to start instilling that in, in, these, in these players and holding them accountable to that standard every single day. And then it starts working itself. Then you have, you know, the upperclassmen, leading but but we got to help them in that initial phase well coach i've watched a lot of basketball over the last weekend including your two games <laughs> uh, women's basketball is on the upswing you take a look at uh the games the last couple of days the second round games yeah. arenas are full yes. obviously winning there's a chicken and egg thing here you have to win to get the fans but what else do you do behind the scenes to try to make that connection with fans and i think in women's basketball you're right i think there's such an important piece of that connection and that family feel like i know at dayton we were so blessed we averaged about 3,000 fans a game. Our fans were, you know, they loved women's basketball, but they felt like they were a part of it. And, and they felt like those players ended up being almost like, you know, their kids and, and usually have a little bit older fan base. But I think we need to start getting, first off, I got to get out in the community. I got to be present. I got to be involved. Uh, they got to know who we are. Our players have to be out. And, and we got to go out there and do some of that groundwork. You know, we can't just expect people to come either. I think we got to take some of that accountability. Um, but you are so right. It, it's unbelievable, amazing to see now the crowds and, and you know, these arenas are full. It, it's awesome. And, and that's what my vision is. I know people call me crazy and, and it can't be done. Well, you know, why can't it be done? Why can't it be done? And, and that's what we're going to strive for every single day. Well, Coach, I'm just curious. Basketball, there's a lot of things you need to absorb, but what's the big question you have about town? Uh, you know, is it, is, it the, is it the best coffee spot, the best grocery store? <laughs> 
there's a there's a particular dairy product store that that you or establishment that you might hear about along the way. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny because I, I was in Dayton three as an assistant, then six as a head coach. So that's nine years. Yeah. I'm like that's a long time. I knew everything. All the ins and outs. We had our spots. So I am gonna need some help. You guys are gonna have to tell me, you know, best restaurants best everything because we're, we're going to need we're going to need a little help here <laughs> yeah well you you covered a lot and i know you've got more events to get to but uh we'll it sounds like we'll be seeing you later this afternoon awesome so. i appreciate you guys yeah, thank you thank, thank you very you. much congratulations thank you. thank you shauna green is the 10th head coach in illini women's basketball history mike coon and um you've you've worked with a number of them initial impressions yeah i i'm i'm she's won me over uh, for sure. I mean, I think she's a she's a kind of uh, a person that the fans will uh, gravitate to. I think she'll be an excellent recruiter. Uh, she's had the experience, but she's not uh, uh, old enough to to not have that connection with that generation. And obviously, things are much different than they were two or three years ago in the landscape of uh, college sports with the transfer portal, with NIL, and and uh, the opportunities for women. Um, with uh, what happened last year in San Antonio. I mean, this is a this is a much different landscape than it was a few years ago, and I think we have a leader that uh, can make it happen here. And she's very cautious to think uh, what the timeline is going to be, but I think with the transfer portal that there's there's an and, – and with the – the cupboard is not bare here despite the, uh, the record. Uh, it can get done sooner rather than later, I believe. And uh, I've spent some time around, as you have, too, some of the players. Uh, and, and, you know, who knows who's here or not, as you mentioned, the, the, the portal and what have you. But I think there's a lot of character that she desires already on that roster uh, just in interacting. They haven't had the success that they wanted yet, but that, that character is there. So I think there's some pieces to work with. And you also mentioned that keyword relationship. I don't know that there's ever been a time where a relationship with a coach and a player hasn't been important. But I think for this generation of students, uh, it's it's more important than ever um, for a lot of reasons that we could philosophize about. But if, if that's a key for her, I think that will build some success. Well, and I think with this group being able to hit the reset button to, you know, nothing to say about previous uh, staff or whatever, but uh, when you haven't won for years and years, and certainly their experience is not 20 years, their experience is the last three or four years, uh, but to be able to say we're starting over, we've got a new vision and we're going to jump on board and we're going to get it done. I mean, any any uh, stage of life that you can do that, um, you, you have you have a, a sense of energy and a sense of hope like you didn't have the day before, and I think we have that here. The popularity of women's basketball is at an all-time high, and Shauna Green enters as the 10th head coach of Illinois women's basketball history that's had, had a long history itself and hoping to take it back to some new or... Uh, return to some heights that it once was at for sure in terms of wins and losses. Uh, Mike Kuhn will be talking to you much more down the line. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it. And we will wrap this up. And again, sports talk coming your way at 4 o'clock. If you didn't hear, Illinois baseball today canceled due to the weather, the softball game as well. Illinois was to play Bradley in baseball and SIU in softball, but weather is making other plans. So we'll be back with you on Sports Talk at 4 o'clock today. Myself, Lauren Tate, Evan Kahn, Shauna Green will be one of our guests, Jeremy Warner as well from Illini Inquirer. That'll do it. Thanks to Ed Bond on the other side. 
And you've been listening to live coverage of the introductory press conference of Shauna Green. This is News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. So long.